0: welcome to bangalore revival center where we dream revival with god and serve people in love it's a church devoted to celebrate god pursue god present god imitate god and to host god now here's the sermon from this weekend at church before i start i would just say a big thank you to you know my pastor, Jojo, a good friend and a beloved brother in the family of Biarosi. It's a great honor and a privilege for me to stand here to share the word. God made it possible. Before today, God knew there will be a day like this. He said even before we thought of anything, he knew our thoughts. Before Pastor Jojo could say, Kachi, please, I want you to preach. The Lord knows this day will come. And I also want to say a big thank you to my daddy, Pastor PG, you know, for being by my side, helping me all the day for me to grow in the Lord. And I say, wherever they are, may the Lord bless them and keep them strengthened and for his work for tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. This evening, the topic of my sermon. It's very simple. You might have it. You might have had it so many occasions. I was asking the Lord, what should I share? I, don't, I just don't want to share anything, you know, that I want. Then an incident occurred. The Lord gave me a verse from Isaiah. That was Isaiah 12, 1 to 12. He said, Now you will praise me. He said, In that day you will sing, and I will praise you, O Lord. You were angry with me, but now, but not anymore. Now you comfort me. You know, I don't want to read you know, all the whole verse, but I just, you know, tell you my testimony. That is where this sermon was born. So many things have happened. Okay. The Lord spoke to me through a man when I was in jail. I don't, you know, it might go to on YouTube or anyway, but my testimony, I cannot hear it. He said that I will sing. You see, in that day you will do what? You will sing. What am I singing? His faithfulness, his love, his his beauty, his marvelous work in my life. The young man told me, he said, uh, he, he knows me by name, he said, "Kachi, you know what? The Lord said I should tell you, you will become stinkly rich tomorrow. Many people will fight you, not with ordinary hands, charms, people will go beyond their limit to eliminate you. But you know what? They will all try, but they will fail. I never forgot that word. Then, as the day goes by, I was when he told me that, I was I don't care. What, what is he saying? Inside here in the prison. How will I become rich in this prison? Why I don't have a home? I don't even have a house to stay if I go out from here. Then I came out. The Lord provided a house for me. From a total stranger. He took me in. He was a Muslim, not a Christian. I lived with him. He fed me, clothed me. Then from there, the, God, the Lord elevated me. He blessed me finally. The battle has been going on. Every day. Every day. Then when I got this privilege to share, I was like, look at, just look back where you're coming from. Has God been faithful to you? Has God kept his promises in your life? He had a covenant in my life. He said, I'm going to use you to help the needy. I'm going to bless you. From you, people will be blessed. Then I look at my past. I saw, yes, the Lord has been faithful. My sermon which is the topic said, God faithful, covenant, and loving kindness in our life. Amen. Today, I'm not, you know, <clears throat> my, I lost my voice kind of, so I don't want to shout too much because I know I still have a lot of things to do with my voice tomorrow. Then the introduction of my sermon is about what happened to my younger brother few weeks ago this was crazy the Lord revealed to me an accident I like accident I prayed about it I said Lord I reject this accident let it not come because this is not what I want right now I don't need this then as the day goes by my wife had a vision accident I said, okay, let's pray again We first we prayed I received a call from home saying pray the enemy have gone to you know pay a sacrifice to pull you down they say they want to destroy the work of your hand they want you to come back home empty handed then we began to pray my younger brother called me after two days he said Early in the morning, by 4 a.m., he called me and said, sir, I'm going out. I was like, okay, okay, because I was sleeping. I didn't even say any word to him. Then by 5.20, he called me back. I had an accident. I'm just waking up. This guy, you know, here, you don't really know what they call remote control. Remote control is, you might be sleeping, you do things, but you don't know you are doing something. You seem as if you are sleeping. This guy was remoted. He stood up from the bed, took his bike key, started the car, the bike, and left home. Unknown destination. He thought he was sleeping. To him, it was a dream. On the express, on this airport road here, towards Columbia, Asia, he went and hit one guy, with it, the guy was on a two-wheeler. He had the guy, both of them, hit the, you know, the demarcation on that express. He didn't know what he was doing. He stood up. He was, it, it was still like a dream to him. They went to the hospital. This guy said on their way to the hospital, he jumped down from the bike twice. He called me, then I rushed down there. I asked him what happened. He couldn't explain. He was like, I'm just waking up now. I'm sleeping. He repeated the same word more than 100 times. He was asking me, what happened? What happened? The bike was crushed in pieces. The people who had accident with him, they were totally injured. Legs, hand, everywhere. But to him, there was no scratch on his body. Then I, look, I looked at him. I said, Lord, you are faithful. You are faithful. If the plan of my enemy had succeeded, what would I have done? What would I have said? Every day, the enemy planned to pull you down. They fight against you in a different way. But I want to tell you, our God is faithful. Turn with me to the book of Genesis fifteen five. It said, Then the Lord took Abraham outside and showed, showed, uh, said to him, Look up into the sky and count the, uh, count the stars. If you can, that show how many descendants you will have. Amen. This is, you know, I just want to show you how great how faithful our God can keep his covenant with us. If God tells you, son, I'm taking you to this direction, do not, do not look at the present circumstances. Put your trust in the Lord and the pain on this word. He will take you there. Amen. Then he said to Abraham, look up. Into the what? Sky. He said, count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. That was a promise for God to Abraham. To Abraham, Abraham was so old. We all know the scripture. He said, Abraham, the Bible let us know Abraham was so old, even Sarah. But the Lord promised him at the old age. He said, I'm going to bless you. But this blessing started with one person. Who is that? Isaac. That is Genesis 18, 10, 11. He said, then one of them said, I will return to you, I will return to you about this time next year, and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was listening To this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old by that time. And Sarah was long past to the age of giving child. Okay, there is something I found out in this place when I read this passage. It said Sarah was old past in giving what? Child. God covenant, God promise in your life. You must see, you will look at what is happening," you said. It's too long. I have waited. How long will this come to pass? It's not how long. It's how faithful God is. Sarah was looking at the present circumstances, what her physical nature was speaking, But she was she not, you know. Having, looking at the spiritual realm of faith, what God can do, what he's able to do, she laughed. She said, no, this is impossible. This cannot work. And I tell you, when God made a promise to Abraham that I'm going to give you a descendant, he didn't just say a son. He said, I'm going to give you generation." Generation, he started with one person who is that, which is Isaac. And we see how faithful God was with Abraham and Isaac, he extended to Jacob. The promise of God doesn't just end in one particular person. If God made a promise, if God have a covenant in your life, you know, the promise God gives to us, we receive promises from God every day. If you it, if it check out what you go through, how things have been happening in your life. Few months ago, someone says something to me. This is God's promise for you. I have not had it before. i like, okay, I believe it. I'll wait for the time to come. God made promises from generation to generation. There are promises that are made personal to you. There are covenant you have personal with God. But there are in your promises. Most of them are for the generation and generation to come in your life. God made a promise to Abraham. He didn't end with Abraham. To fulfill his promise, it has to go a long time. Did he bring it to pass? Yes. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Genesis 28, 3, 4. And see what the Bible says. It says, May the Lord God Almighty bless you and give you many children and may your descendants multiply, and become many nations. Amen. May the Lord do what? He said, may the Lord Almighty bless you and give you many children, and may your descendants multiply and become many nations. Did God promise Abraham for descendants? And he said, they will do what? They will subdue. They will take over the whole earth. Over the whole world. It started from Abraham. From Abraham, it goes to the life of Isaac. From Isaac, is in the life of Jacob. And this is Isaac's blessing to Jacob. He knows there was a covenant. He has to pass it on to his son. He released the word of blessing. The Lord have already spoken that word of blessing in the life of Abraham. So what do you need to do? Send it to the next person. Amen. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Genesis 18, 10, 11. It said, then one of them said, I will return to you. Uh, I think there is a mistake here. Oh, sorry. That's my mistake. That's Genesis 35, 11, 13. Okay. Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many nations, king, Will be among your descendants. Amen. Do you see how this promise of Abraham. The promise of Abraham. How is increasing day by day. Now this is the law speaking. He said. The law said. You will become a great nation. Even many nations. Not one nation, nations. He repeated the same thing. Isaac passed on to who? Jacob. And he said, kings. Not only a king. He said, kings. Kings will be among your what? Descendants. And this, this gave me a big joy. When I have this, I was like, wow. God, thank you. This is what you say to me. A prophet came to me and said, Look, the Lord, is said, the Lord said, I should tell you that your children will become the prophet of the nation. When Grace was born, a prophetess came here. She said, This daughter of yours, at the age of four, she'll begin to prophesy. Another person came to me and said, This is your daughter. Watch her very well. As you grow, as she grow up, so your spiritual capacity grows. This is God's covenant. And he's faithful to keep them. When he speaks a word, daily if I look at grace, I smile. It gives me joy. Because what? There is a covenant in her life that burns with me. The same covenant God gave to Abraham that was moving it's like a twine rope being tied on one person's waist. Stand to the other person. As you are walking, you are controlling the people behind you. When you go to the left, they go with you. When you go to the right, they go with you. That is the way the blessings of the Lord, His company, and walks. Amen. 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 Can you say to someone by your side, our God is faithful to his covenant. Say, My God is faithful to his covenant. And he will keep his promise in my life. Amen. Our God is faithful. Is faithful. Okay. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Exodus 2.2. Amen. It said, the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She, was, she saw that he was a special what? Baby and kept him hidden for three months. Who is this? This is Moses. Moses. A descendant of who? Abraham. Right? Look at this. When. God made a promise in your life. The enemy. Would fight. To shut the door. But let me tell you. This is a good news for you. However, the enemy shut the door, God would definitely open another door to continue his promise. He said, His word would never come unfulfillment. He said, rather, let heaven and earth pass away. Whatever he said, he brings it to pass. When it seems Things were so difficult. God made the way. And it gives me joy. Okay. Before this, let me show you something. Turn your Bible to the book of uh, uh, Genesis 13 23-24. Mm-hmm. So when Joseph arrived, his brother stripped him off. the beautiful robe he was wearing. Then they grabbed him and threw him into the system. Now the system was empty. There was no water in it. There is way it hits my heart. God made a promise in my life. Before I came to India, I went to one I went to a church. I don't, really know, I don't know the pastor. So I went to this church. They were praying. Then instantly he, he pointed at me. He said, You? I said, Yes. Then I stood up. He gave me a word. After that, after the service, I went to him. I said, Sir, I want, before I say I want, he said, You want to go to India? Yes. Okay. You want to ask if you should go?" I say yes. He said, "Go to India. The Lord has prepared. Your own treasure is waiting for you in India. The only place your destiny could be fulfilled is in India. Go there, there He will bless you." OK, Thank you. So I went home. I tried everything. The Lord brought me to India. You know what? Six months I got to India, I went to jail. I was in jail for one year, six months. Now look at this. If you find yourself in these circumstances, that is where I was. I saw myself in this place. I was trapped in a hole, in a system. When I look around me, all I saw is war. All I saw is negative. All I saw is discouragement. All I saw was fear. Step-backwardness. Then the Lord said, Son, you will not end up here. I have a plan for you. Amen. He took me out of that place. And I tell you, when you were thrown in a pit, (laughs) don't worry. Don't worry. There is a hope for you. Our Redeemer lived and is faithful to deliver us. Amen. Turn with me to the book of Exodus 2, 11, 12. Many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews, and he saw how hard they were forced to work. During his visit, he he saw an Egyptian beating one of his fellow Hebrews. And after looking in all directions to make sure no one was watching, Moses killed the Egyptians and hid the body in the sand. Amen. Amen. Joseph was thrown in a pit. He was sold into Egypt. He didn't end in the pit. He came out. He went through prison. He got through the, you know, all different kinds of pains. The Lord elevates him. When did they come? He set his feet upon the rock. He's 10 fame. He becomes the, the second man in Egypt. He brought his family. When God has a plan for you, he might, it might take a long time. Just be faithful to Him, hold on to the faith of His promise. Joseph came to Egypt. Brought his parents, everyone, his brothers, they all lived there. In Egypt, the children of Israel they multiply. That is where Moses also grew. There was, you know, a lot of oppression. When Joseph, before Joseph died, he promised, he told his people, he said, Don't worry. When God will send the redeemer, when He will send the person that will take you out of this place, take my bone along. He know there will be freedom. He know one day the Lord will rescue his people. And the children of Israel, they went through a lot of oppressions. But the Lord sent someone who was so precious. That is where Moses came in. Amen. And that was in the book of Exodus 2-2 which I shared before. Moses was given birth. The mother saw that this child was you know, special child. And he hid it. He knew that this child come from God. This son is not ordinary. In your worst situation, in your worst condition, God will send that precious person that will do it, that will bring you out of that circumstances. I was sent out of a house. I was looking for a place to live. I tell you, the same day I was looking for a house, someone saw me and said, come, what are you doing here? I told him my story. He took me to a a two-room safe container, two-room apartment. He said, "This room belongs to you. Sleepy here, the sitting room. Enjoy yourself." It was amazing to me. These are how God will deliver you in every point of time that you are facing trials. He knows the promise He made in your life. He is faithful to do it. Amen. He brought Moses. Moses came when he grew up. He grew in the house of the enemy. Sometimes God will use your enemy to bless you. If the enemy would have known that this child would become a problem to them in future, they would have killed the boy. But God made them They were ignorant of it. They were like, wow. The sister of Moses said, do not tell anyone this covenant between you and I. And they kept this child. And the child grew. When the time come, that is when God used him to deliver the children of Israel. Amen. Let us turn the Bible to the book of Exodus 13. 21. the Lord went ahead of them he guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud and he provided light at the night with a pillar of fire he allowed them to travel by the day or by the night amen amen my sister said before in this place she said which is sasha i'm a teacher if i say something please respond (laughs) so when you don't respond i feel i'm alone here (laughs) amen amen. so what happened god went ahead of his word his children his covenant children he went ahead of them. He guided them on the day with a, you know, a thick cloud. In the night becomes a pillar of fire. I don't know the darkness you find yourself in. I don't know where you are lost. But I tell you, the Lord will definitely direct you to your destination. Amen. Even in your darkest hour, he will become the pillar of fire you may not see but he will direct you you will get there amen amen okay let's see come with me to the book of Exodus 16 4 okay then the Lord said to Moses look I am going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day, the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for the day. I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. I look at this place. You know, this... This sermon is my testimony I'm sharing with you. I'm telling you how good God has been to me. These are what I passed through. It's good for you to share from your personal experience sometimes because the, peop- the person listening from the media, from outside, wherever they are, some of them will understand, yes. I'm in this condition right now. Then the person will look at himself and see. If God will take him through these circumstances. And see him through. And continue being faithful to him till today. That means I have a chance. It's a confidence. There was no food. They have no stove to cook. They have nothing. There's no water. God provided manna. Each day he provides them food. I have never lacked. Even in my worst condition, I have never lacked. There was a time there was no money. Pastor produced is my witness. He has seen me. He knew me when I was nothing. Zero percent. Sometimes if I glance back and look at. Way how God brought me to Pastor Pregi. I like, no, there was no way I'm leaving this man. I met him my life turn around. See, there are people God have kept to be your destiny helper. There might not someone into your life, but the you know, the the, uh, the grace they carry push you into your destiny. There are people God have kept to use. God has prepared this purpose special to be used for your fulfillment on this earth. And that is why God brought Moses to lead the children of Israel. Each time, you know, their faith kind of getting weak, Moses will speak to God and God will give him an answer. He will come and talk to the people. God would do one thing or the other to strengthen the faith of his children. He tested them, he gave them food. Everyone become happy. They were murmuring before God gave them this manner. Some way in the life, we all complain, despite the promise of God, despite what he has done for us. We complain. I'm not saying that I'm an you know, exception. I do same, But in this, I've come to realize, so, even in your complaint, he still provides for you. He tests you. Then you come back and trust in him. I want you to depend on God completely. Yes, we can you know complain sometime, but don't allow it to control you. God is faithful to you and will be faithful to us. Amen. If you look at the book of exodus 14 21, God divided the Red Sea. He said that Moses raised his hand over the sea and the Lord Opens up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night. Turned the seabed into a dry land. Who can do this for you? Except God. Maybe God has promised you. I'm going to use you to do signs and wonder. Son, I have anointed your hand to heal the sick. I'm going to give you a company. Then, you are not seeing that coming. All you see is darkness around you. The same God who divided the race sea. He is faithful to divide the summary sea in your circumstances and you walk past through it and get to that promised land. Amen. Remember, this is God's promise to Abraham. He said to Abraham, I'm going to do what? I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you a descendant, a nation, Kings. If you look at what the children, the descendant of Abraham was going through. I don't believe you will see the promise being fulfilled. If you are in that condition, if you are being a slave, imagine yourself being a king. Okay, being a son of a king. Then suddenly you went into slavery for decades. Decades. Your children, you died and your children, children continue. And a history was told to them that our father was a king. What are we doing here? What is happening around us? Then you will complain, no way. You weep. Every time you remember whom you were, whenever you remember the person that God has made you to be is not who you are right now. You lose hope. And that is where the faithfulness of God comes in. That is where his loving kindness comes in. He keeps his word. It doesn't matter what it takes. Yes, it might be slow, but steady. I love that word, slow and steady ah things are so hard mm, no business money is not coming but at the end of the month you pay your house rent at the end of the month you pay your children school fees at the end of the month you search your debt most times you give people money you don't even know when you bless people that is what is happening our God is faithful sit down think proper Praise him for his faithfulness. He has been and he will continue to be. Amen. Okay. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Joshua 6. That should be 6.20. Mm-hmm. When the people heard the sound of the ram horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly, the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. Amen. Do you see what happened? All the way from the father Abraham, they were coming and he gets to the life in the life of Jacob from, from Jacob he goes to uh, the, just a minute from Jacob he went to Joshua, uh, Joseph from Joseph to Moses and in this you know movement so many generations have come so many have gone most of them have given up but this is God's promise. He promised Abraham something. He said, I'm going, I'm going to give you a descendant. And kings. If you see what the word says, he said, I'm going to give you kings. Nations. Then from Egypt, God delivered them from Egypt. He brought them. Not they have gone into the promised land. They have to face another war. Were God with them? Yes. Were he faithful with them? Yes. He gave them victory. He told them what to do through Joshua. And they shouted as loud as they could. And the world of Jericho collapsed. I prayed every walls of Jericho that have hindered you to get to your promised land. This night, in the name of Jesus, I command them to be broken in the name of Jesus. I have been in this war. Many of us are facing this war right now. You can't see truth. It's so dark. War is on the other side of the war. You don't know. But there's something precious the Lord had kept there. That you have to go through the war. You have to bring the war down. The only way you can bring this war down is for you to depend in God's promise. If if the word comes to you saying, how do you think you can make it? Do you think it's possible for you to pass this through war? Tell him. Tell the same, that's negative voice. Yes. Why? The Lord have said it. My God is able. He said it and it's going to come to pass. And I believe that those war, we're all going to go through it. Some time ago, Pastor Prigio was sharing how God took him out from Mumbai. He said, go to Bangalore. I'm going to give you a church of your own. I know during that period of time he came to Bangalore, there was obstacles. He, He didn't have this hall. There was no mic. There was no television. Nothing. They meet in a single room. Has God given him a place? As he said, yes. And there are so many other promises. God is giving to him every day. He's a covenant. He's bringing them to pass. In those days, he might... Yes, I know he might have a discouragement one way or the other. In some areas, things are happening... Oh, there is no money to do this. There is no money to do that. I can't see anything coming. This person said this. This person said that. They said they are going to take me out of the church. They said they are not going to allow me to use the hall. They said no, we should leave their chair alone. Nobody to run to. But God was faithful to his words. And he will continue to be. Amen. Amen. Let's look at the uh, book of Psalm 118.1. It's a Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Amen. Amen. His faithful love endures forever. When the Lord said to me, that You will sing. In that verse he gave to me, saying, said, you will testify my goodness in my assembling. He said, in my, in my temple. That means I, can, I, I shouldn't hold back his goodness in my life. What I should do is, you know, come before him. Lord, you are faithful. Let the whole world know how faithful God has been to you. If someone asks you, you know, in my, in my country, back in Nigeria... If you, call, if you meet your friend or your brother, you say, bro, how are you doing? What's happening? He said, my brother, we are managing. You know what that means? We are literally, you know, making it, things are hard. They don't give, you know, positive answer. We are managing. That means we are managing. We are not doing well. What are you supposed to do? is to tell people around you how faithful, how good God has been to you. That should be your testimony, not complaining. Amen. Psalm said, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Has he been good to you? Are you sure? He's been good to me. He's been good to you. If he's not good, why do you think you are sitting here Life strong and healthy. Why do you think you have the privilege to come? You know, if, if it's not God's will, you would have been here to hear this sermon that would touch your heart to go out there and tell people how good he is. That the covenant he made in your life is going to come to pass no matter what you face today. That is how good our God is. Amen. Let's see... Uh, Psalm 118:4. It said, "Let all who fear the Lord. Repeat. His faithful love endures forever. Amen. Amen. Let all who fears the Lord repeat. That means you don't say it once. You don't come today tell me, "Bro, the Lord has been good to me." Then tomorrow I ask you, what is happening?" you Hmm. things are very bad no he said repeat means often it has to be constant in your mouth it has to be a song in your mouth that you have to sing to the Lord say to him your faithfulness towards me is enduring forever amen amen our God is good all the time. God is good. Okay, let's see what the Bible said in the book of First King, 3, 9. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern these great people Of yours. Amen. Who is David? David. Is also a descendant of Abraham. Right? And Solomon. Was a son of David. Solomon. Was giving thanks to the Lord. I mean David. Was giving thanks to the Lord. For what he has done for him. How gracious, how great, how wonderful God has been. God helped him, strengthen him to face all the war from Saul and won. He, you know, God continued his faithfulness to the life of Solomon. And Solomon went to the Lord and said, daddy, give me an understanding, a heart, so that I can govern your people. Who are his people? The descendants of Abraham. They are so precious. They are so great. They are all men of wisdom. Men of knowledge. But Solomon knew he can't do it on his own. He went back to the Lord. This is what we should do. God has promised you that I'm going to use you. He said, I'm going to use you. But you still need to go back to him and say, Daddy, I need the ability. I need the understanding. Give me the hunger to do this. Most of promises in our life, sometimes we delay it by ourselves because we're not aligned with the word of God. We are not allowing God to do his will in our life. It's just like, Me looking at grace, most of the things I see in my life, my relationship with God, I see it in the life of grace. Grace, don't touch that. That is where she wants to go. But that is wrong. She put a hand in the fire. I'm trying to stop her. Before I know she read the fire and she felt hot. She has to run back to me and scream. Then I held her and, you know, make her feel better. That is the same thing that is happening to us when god said i'm gonna do this for you oh we go crazy yes you know pride comes inside of you you are like yes god is going to use me you need to be humble yourself go before him go back to him daddy how can i do this daddy show me the way daddy teach me how to do this that is what solomon did. he did it and the lord gave him the wisdom that he asked for amen Come with me to the book of Jeremiah 31, 3. Long ago, the Lord said to Israel. Who is Israel? Jacob, right? Good. He said, I have loved you, my people, with an everlasting love, with unfailing love. I have loved you. I have loved. Okay. Sorry unfailing love, I have drowned you to myself. With what? With love. With love. He has loved you long ago. This the same promise. Is this speaking from generation to generation. God is telling Jacob which his name was turned to Israel, how he has loved him, how he drowned him with love. That means his love upon your life is great to bring his word to pass. His love is unnegotiable, no one can take it away from you. He said, He's there, He's there for you. God has promised Abraham and he continued blessing the descendant of Abraham, as he said, he said to Abraham, I'm going to give you nations, I'm going to give you kings David was a king Solomon was a king, he has so many kings in his lineage has God promised you something what is that God has promised in your life Today it may seem impossible but look at the life of Abraham. He's an example for me. I look at the life of Abraham, I see the goodness of God. I see his kindness, I see his faithfulness. I saw his love also. He was faithful to his promise. He brought everything that he has promised in the life of Abraham. He gave nation to him. From Egypt, they multiplied. They were slaves in Egypt and they come out of it. The blessing continued. They got to the promised land. The war of Jericho fell down. God gave them the land. And they settled down there. He didn't end up there. He gave them kings. Amen. Amen. Let's turn the Bible to the book of Isaiah 9.6. For a child is born to us. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders. And he will be called wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. Amen. Prince of Peace. Look. This verse. Complete God promise in the life of Abraham. He said to him, I'm going to give you kings. Who is this person? This is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The people once said, can good thing come out of Nazareth? And Jesus was born in Nazareth. People might have, you know, looked down on you, spit on you, betray you. He's nothing the same thing happened to me people don't talk to me in the street of Bangalore when I see my own people they say leave him don't talk to him if I go to them tell them this is my passion this is what I want to do can you help me to raise this money okay come tomorrow you come tomorrow they give you another promise next tomorrow they won't tell you no. Before you know it, you have to advise yourself not to go back to them. They look at you. They look down on you. God promised Abraham that I'm going to give you a generations, nations, kings, and Jesus came through Abraham descendants. And it's a great joy. I don't, I don't know how joyful it will be to you that your own son is the great, greatest apostle in India. The Lord is passing through him to do great signs and wonder. Nobody would desire his own children to be arm robbers, criminals. But when You see, your children do great things that people have to, you know, come to you. Wow, he's the father of that man, he's the father of that great lady. It gives you great joy. I know wherever Abraham was when all this thing was going on in the father's bosom, he was so happy. You're like, Man, thank you, thank you. You know, he feels so happy. The same thing. I want you to believe whatsoever the Lord has spoken in your life, everything he has said concerning you, he's going to do them. He's going to bring them to pass. And I want you to believe in that and anchor your faith to his promise. Amen. That comes to the end of my message today. And I pray the Lord will strengthen each one of us and help us to continue believing in him, in Jesus' name. Shall we rise up as we prayed and thank God for what he has done?
1: He's a great God. He's a great God. He's a great God. All I know, all I know is a great God, is a great God, is a great God, all I know, all I know. He's he's a great God, he's angry, he's a great god, he's a great god. god, all I know convene and keeping God. There is no one like you, have a no Jesus, there is no one like, oh my Lord, come and keep in God, there is no one like you, Have oh Omega. God, Jesus, there is no one like you.
0: Daddy, thank you for your word that has come to us, Lord Jesus thank you for encouraging us to continue depending on you to continue our kind of faith in your promise and covenant in our lives Lord help us help us Lord Jesus those words you have spoken in our life as individual as a church as a nation Lord we thank you believing that you are going to bring them to pass we magnify your name. Help us to know your hearts. Help us to love you more than ever before. Help us to trust in you completely, to give all back to you, not to depend on our own strength, because we don't have any that it he help us to be humble before you. Give us the hunger. To obey you. To wait on you. Receive our praise. Receive our honor. Adoration. Be returned to you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We hope this week's sermon from Bangalore Revival Center was a blessing to you. To remain connected or to visit us, find all the information on DreamingRevival.com.